Hi fam, I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. Hello and welcome to another episode of Gabby Girls, episode 23. Hi yes. Kate. Hi. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm actually in Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> You're just a traveling woman these days. I know. I like to keep busy. Well, I came here to get my hair done. Are you a rich bitch? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I do okay. <laughs> um, wow. That is not something I expected. Um, that's great. How was that for you? Oh, it was awesome. I just... In New Hampshire, I've had my hair done a couple times and it's been like horror experiences. Like I had to dye my hair brown once recently, like in the last couple years. Rocked with that for a while because hard to come back from dyeing your hair brown. Um, and then like the my most recent time getting my hair done in New Hampshire, I had highlights and I looked like I used hydrogen peroxide. Like it was it was orange and streaked and it was really bad. So I just had to stop doing that. My sister has a very good hairstylist here. So when I came in September, I got my hair done for the first time by her and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And I, I've actually never gotten more compliments on the color of my hair wow. than in the last like couple months. Yeah. So I needed it done again because I have a couple of events coming up that I'm not going to have time to, to do it yeah, for. It so yeah. So it was like now or never. Wow. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. And then I'm just staying for the weekend because why not? Why not? Yeah. Oh. Well, I am so glad you brought this up because this is what I wanted to talk about because um, I feel like having a hairstylist, a good hairstylist is, it sounds dramatic, but like literally life altering. Like it's, you know what I mean? But it is. And yep. I'm sure everyone has had traumatic hair situations. Like you just said, I certainly have. I've been dyed almost black. I don't know if you remember that, but. I do. And I also remember. When you were in college and your hair was like banana yellow. Yeah, Remember yeah. those highlights? Terrible. All of it was bad. Yes. But like you paid for that. That's the crazy part. I know. I know. And so since moving here, I haven't had found a hairstylist and I'm finally ready to really make a change. I'm going to go bronze. Um, I know. I'm so excited, but I'm very nervous. And so I've been looking for a hairstylist for probably like a month and a half and you know, Everything with me is a process. So this was obviously a process. Right. So I started looking on Instagram for like through hashtags and stuff like that. Um, are you hearing clicking? <laughs> okay. I was like, is it my microphone? Is it's, it my, my it's my fidget toy because I literally can't sit still. I oh my god! Sit still. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. Like I had to get one because otherwise I'm like touching my hair, I touch my face, I'm like I'm, playing yeah. with everything. I'll yeah. quiet it down. Okay. <laughs> the girl who works for me sent it to me because she was like, "You need to stop fidgeting on meetings. Like you're the boss. You can't oh. be doing that." You're probably right about that. Yeah. Okay. I'll find you a silent one for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I've been looking for a hairstylist via Instagram for like a month, like through hashtags and like searching salons. And 
I don't know. I haven't found anyone that I'm like super, super impressed with. And so then I was just looking up like salons by ratings and it's just, I don't know. Like, how do you find a hairstylist? Like, I just can't go to the salon and just be paired with whoever's free. You know, like that's not, right. I can't do that. Wait, didn't you have a hair appointment last week and you didn't, what, you didn't go? Did last I Friday? A- yeah. Last Friday. Oh, it was a hair consult. Oh, okay. So tell me about that. So I've made two appointments with two people off the internet (laughs) and I canceled both because one, one girl, she was so rude and bitchy during our like FaceTime. I just was like, I don't want to sit with you for four hours. And like, I don't know. I take this just so seriously. This is just something that's like really important to me. I don't know why. I just like really want to like my hairstylist. And so I canceled that one. And then I made another one through Instagram and she just like, I don't know. She was just annoying. And so I canceled that one. What, like trying to talk to you too much or like too much, too many questions, too much information? Yeah, just like, or just like not caring. And I just was like, I don't know. It was like hard to get in contact with her. And I just was like, you're too busy. I want to feel valued. Um, So you want to feel valued or do you want to have a good haircut? Both. But like, like don't ghost me on Instagram and then I have to follow up a month later and be like, hey. I mean, that's usually like how it works though. I mean, usually you're the one, like if you want to pay for someone's time and they're busy, you do usually have to like follow up because, you know, good hairstylists, like they can pick and choose. They don't have to take every client. I guess so. But she didn't respond to my message. Hmm. So I did like double text. I don't know. It's just unprofessional. The way I think of it is okay. like if, as like an event planner, if it was a vendor and they were like acting like that, like would I work with them? Like that's like how I think of like everything in my life. I guess. Cause, yeah. Because I'm just like, there's so many other options. Like why would I be stuck with a hairstylist that doesn't really give a shit about me? as a client not as a person but as a client right when i'm not a def- client yet well potential and like she wanted to charge me like 600 bucks so yeah that's a lot of money you know what i mean like mm-hmm. customer service yeah <laughs> yeah um and so i just was like i don't know if you're my vibe um and so i went to a hair consult uh earlier this week when i got my hair cut i just got like a little trim so i just like went to like the cheapest place i could find because it's literally 15 minutes of my life Mm -hmm. um and i just i didn't get the right vibe i was like you're not it for me you're not asking enough questions you're not the attention to detail is not there like i want someone who really gives a shit and so i had another hair consultation yesterday and i found my girl she took 40 minutes got out the book of hair with all the little samples and she was like she was like show me where you want your root to be what color you want your root to be and what color you want your ends to be and then i'll meet somewhere in the middle for your middle and i was like okay this is good so she color matched you good yeah and like we we really talked about my expectations and my wants and so we're going to do a toner first because she's said that every girl who's blonde who goes darker they cry and they're upset because it's so drastic of a change yeah and so she was when you're really blonde it's bright your hair's yeah. bright, and then when you go darker, it's like, oh, yeah, it feels almost dull, but it's not. You get used to it. Yeah, and so she was. Um, if you pull back my hair right now, my hair is long enough where it's just like, or it's grown out enough where it's brown. And so mm-hmm. she was like holding it back, and she was like, "Do you like this color?" Or and then she was like holding the underneath of my hair, which is really, really, really dark. And Me she was too. like, "Do you like this color?" And I was like, "No, I hate that." <laughs> we have similar hair coloring. Like the underneath is like. Not black, black but, but pretty black. freaking close. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why is it so dark? Is it just the sun? It never sees the light of day. Like, mm. never. Actually, never. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with toner, which will last like a month, and then we'll go semi-permanent 
if I like it, which is very exciting. So, all right. So she's not going to put any more bleach in your hair. No, I don't want to. That's like what I'm hesitant about. She does recommend doing like baby lights and like incorporating yeah. all through the back and stuff like that to like continue with the dimension. But I just, I don't know. I really want to see what I like because I just don't know. And it's hard to find like inspiration photos, you know? Yeah. I think baby lights look so natural because it's just like, it's like highlights, but it's little, little tiny yeah. pieces of hair. So it looks so natural and, and more integrated than like the tiger stripes or whatever, which can mm -hmm. happen and is horrifying. Yes. Yeah. No, 2006 chunks or whatever. Like yeah. nightmare. Brutal. Yeah. It's like some super cut shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, my two traumatic hair things actually happened in New Hampshire as well. Let's hear them. Uh, dyed black when oh the, the black and the, mm -hmm. okay. yeah I went in for like a supposedly like a warm chestnut brown turned out so so dark it was terrible I looked like a ghost not cute and then the other one was a haircut where I think she just got like too chatty uh, when she was cutting my layers and it was like literally a Christmas tree and it took me six years like I'm still coming out of it like my hair is like still you know like I've grown I've had to grow out my hair like entirely it has been major <laughs> yeah that's brutal like there's nothing like a bad haircut too because it's not like you can just die over it <laughs> no and you can't fix it no, unless you it, wear a wig yeah like it grows back but i mean oh it's a long process not fast no yeah no mm -hmm. it's such a bummer mm. yeah i respect it that you went all the way to virginia to get a good hair style <laughs> well like my Vicky's getting married and it my shit's got to be looking tight, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't be risking anything. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're so prepared because yeah. I am too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I can't play with that. Mm -mm. Um, okay. So I came with a list of things for a series we're going to call cute or cringe okay. all right all right matching tattoos between who um friends a couple i would say a couple are they married or are they just dating i don't know there's talk about okay. it okay um i i guess it depends on the tattoo i don't want to immediately mm -hmm. say cringe because i do think that that can be cute but it can also be cringe. Like I worked with this couple, <laughs> this is kind of funny, uh, sorry to them, but I worked with this couple when I lived in Annapolis who they had matching tattoos and they were, they were big. Like they each had an avocado, a big ass avocado on their forearm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they broke up. <laughs> it's like, <gasps> now you have this huge tattoo that reminds you of your ex. And also like, why are you, why are you getting a, a tattoo of that size? with right. someone you know right. but then there are couples who are like married and like maybe they have a little like wedding band or something tattooed on their finger i think that's cool or like yeah. an initial or something i think that's very cool so mm -hmm. it depends on the situation mm -hmm. and then i that. know people who are friends who got matching tattoos and like aren't friends anymore and that's just weird i know i know i think tattoos are really tough thing i don't know if i've talked about it but i have like six or seven and i want to get rid of like all of them like i'm i'm gonna start lasering the one on my foot and i'm gonna just go up my body that was that your first tattoo or was the 
Yeah, it was. It was mm-hmm. my first one. And it's just, I hate seeing it in photos. I hate seeing it in shoes. I just hate it. And I just, I hate them all, honestly. Like whenever I see them, I just cringe. And I'm just like, oh, she's just not me anymore. And so I just, I'm going to get them all off. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it's cool that you can do that. I know. Thank God. And, you know, you're going to be here to experience my pain and my aftermath of it. So. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this. I um, I have a couple tattoos too. And like my... I have a couple on my feet, well, on my like inner ankles that I got with my sister when we were really young. And they're terrible. Like they're terrible tattoos. Like the guy yes. that did them, they bled. You know what I'm talking about. But I don't hate them. I think it's I think they're not I'll keep good. that one. I'll they're keep not that one. good, but I think they're yeah. cool. And I'm like, I think they're cool because I did it with my sister and I like remember how it felt when we did that. And it was like the coolest yeah. thing ever for us. It was like you know, I remember you hiding it from your mom for so long. Yeah, for like years. It was like three years because my mom, my parents said they were like, if you get a tattoo, we're gonna take you off our health insurance. And then when my mom finally found out about them, three years, like I was covering them with like makeup. I also didn't live at home, so it was okay. Um, but if we went on, we were in the summer. It's usually, you know, if I'd see her, she'd come to Florida, makeup, Kat Von D, baby. And when she finally did see them, I remember she cried and she was like, you did this to spite me. And I'm like, listen, if I did this to spite you, I wouldn't have been covering them like this for the last three years. Like, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. This is why I've been hiding them. Like, I didn't do this to spite you. Like, shut up about that. Um, I'll keep, yeah, I have this one in the same place, like on the inner ankle. It's a, mm-hmm. it's like the worst place ever to tattoo because there's like no fat and nothing for it to hold on to. Yeah. Um, I'll keep that one. You're right. Cause that's like tiny and small and it's not that big of a deal, but my foot one for sure. My rib one, my wrist one, the one on my back, I don't love. Like, it's just like, and they're all pretty small. Like I don't have any like really big tattoos, but I just, I'm over it. You're just like over it. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm over it. I don't want them It's anymore. funny. Cause remember when we're young and everyone's like, you're going to regret this. And you're like, no, I won't. And then I know maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even like, it's just, yeah, you do become addicted. And, but I understand why I needed that at that time because it was like feeling empowered and feeling like I was expressing myself and all those kinds of things. I just wish that there was like an ink. I know there's inks that are coming that are like going to dissolve after six months or a year. And I just wish that those had been a thing because I would have definitely opted for those instead of permanent. Yeah, they do those for um, cancer patients because cancer patients have to get tattoos to like mark certain things that they're undergoing, like whether it's chemo or something like that. But they don't want to have that for their whole life, you know, to be reminded. So they they started doing that. And I'm sure I'm sure you can other people can do it. But I just know that that's how it was like created Mm -hmm. that lasts like a year or two years or something like that, which is I think is very cool. Yeah, I think that would lead to a lot less regret for people. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, if you like it, just have it tattooed over, you know? Right. Yeah. The outline's already there. <laughs> right. No, I think it's like the perfect solution because then mm-hmm. you can get your tattoo phase out, but then it's not like, yeah, it would, I think a lot of people would be in better situations. <laughs> yeah. Self-included. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people who want to remove their tattoos. Yeah. It's just like going through the pain and the money, mostly the pain, I think. Because it's not going to be pleasant. And the money. <laughs> it's not cheap. Yeah. It's like a couple hundred bucks a session. So yeah. I'm hoping – but they go by like square inch. So I don't know. The bigger – I guess I don't – because I don't have very big tattoos. So it's not going to yeah. be like insane. But mm-hmm. – uh, Yeah, but they're dark. 
they're yeah they're just like I they're really dark <laughs> the dark is better actually they say oh really yeah because it the goes laser. quicker yeah the laser all right the, yeah lighter t- like red is really difficult they say like they say the black is the black and blue are the best ones to get rid of and so that's like the majority of them so i, I i'm hoping i'll be okay you'll be fine yeah 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 you'll be fine um okay then second on our list initial jewelry <laughs> i'm wearing g on my diamond g on my neck okay so it's cute i agree with that yeah, it depends there are some like initial jewelry that i think is pretty ugly mm-hmm. or when people have not initials but like their whole name across their neck like rachel no i hate why that. are you wearing a name tag i don't know i, I mean i i hate that i don't know why i just i just don't i don't like it i don't understand it me either because honestly i don't want people knowing my name yeah like i don't Mm-hmm. No, we're it's watching. It's like sex- wearing a name tag. I don't understand. Yes, we're watching Sex in the City, and Carrie has one in season two or season three. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, really, Carrie? Like you of all people, you're really gonna get this? Put your name out there? Like, no, come on. Yeah. Wait, what do you think about wearing like your significant other's initial? I actually like, really would you wanna- wear a B. I really do want to get a B, actually, just like a little gold one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because do you want to buy it or do you want him to buy it for you? I don't what, care. What would be better? Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Because it's just something – it's not like – I don't need something expensive. Like it can just be – I think it's just for the cuteness of it because Bennett and yeah. Boyd. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you know that newborn babies can't drink water? <laughs> I just found out about this, so I'm just uh, – I feel like that's something people should know. I feel like I did know that, but it's not ringing a bell. Why? Why can't they? I like they can't. Um, I think it's because they can't like their throat muscles aren't strong enough. So they can't swallow it and like it can drown them. But then they also something I know, but milk is thick. And then also something with their like digestive system, because they're also like out of all the humans, out of all aged humans, newborn babies have the highest water content. That makes sense because they've been just in water. Yeah. So it can like drown them. Okay. Or something. Sure. Um, okay. And maybe like their kidneys aren't up and running. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like that's something that like that should be a PSA. Like, when do they do they tell you that in the hospital? Like, when you have a baby, like, hey, but not that anyone's probably like, here's a glass of water for my baby, but I mean, just in case. I mean, yeah. I'm trying. Like, is this cr- is this crazy that I'm thinking about this? I don't know why I heard that like a few days ago, and I've been thinking about it. I think it's a weird thing to think about, but then when you're like actually around a newborn, you're not like, oh, my newborn needs to drink water. Right, right. But still, like, what if? No, what I if, know. What if you did? What if you were like, <laughs> they seem really warm. I want to give them some water. Like, I don't know. I feel like that could that situation maybe doesn't arise often, but it could. Hmm. <laughs> I think okay. you can let okay. this one go. Anyways, I, think I think I should. You, yeah. yeah, I think right. we're okay. Okay. <laughs> um, something I've been focusing on all week is how hard it must be just to be an animal. Like we saw these, they have like these little flocks of birds. I talked about them. They're like the ibis. They're the white ones that just like peck your lawn. Mm-hmm. And they're so cute. And there's this, they're brown when they're babies. And so there were all these little babies all together, like 
adolescence, I would say. And one had a gimpy leg and he was hopping. And then when he was flying, you could tell that his little leg was not good. And I just was like, he's beaten the odds thus far. Like, you know, how is he going to get to adulthood? Like, <laughs> this is natural selection. <laughs> makes me so sad. Like, what did you, what do you want them to have a vet? I want to take care of it. I said, all the injured animals just come to me and I'll take care of them. <laughs> okay. Dr. Kate. <laughs> no, I'm just going to have a sanctuary. Boyd, I think Boyd's put that on my name that we're going to have a sanctuary one day. All right. Like, so like, did you help that bird or did you just watch no, it? No, flew away. No, I couldn't. He oh, flew away. He's fine. But so sad. Like he's hurt, you know? Yeah, it is sad. Uh, that reminds me. One time I was, <clears throat> one time I was with my cousin Ryan and in new jersey we were like 16 and there was a bunny in the road that was like injured and we didn't know what to do and we called not 911 but you know how you can like call the police station yeah we called the police station and we we're like there's an injured bunny he's screaming and they were like we cannot help with that don't call us again and i just remember being like that yeah that makes sense but i wanted to help him so i i hear you did you kill him no oh. did not did not kill him you slapped him Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. I know. Yeah, I don't know where he's at now. That stuff weighs on me. A anything with animals weighs on me heavy. Like, I saw a baby raccoon that was, like, in the middle of, like, the intersection. You know, like, in that strip of grass, they have, like, along Florida highways where each are four lanes. So yeah, it's, like, like... the median. Yeah, like, he was gonna die. And mm. I'm just, like, oh, like, <laughs> why can't there be, like, a thing you can do as a person you know to help that <laughs> thought about it all day still thinking about him a week and a half later oh, you know? man <laughs> i know it weighs so heavy on me it's the worst like my mom she stops for for butterflies like she is crazy about not hurting animals and so i um, have that <laughs> in driver's ed in high school i remember it was like my first time driving behind the wheel andrew guggins was in the car with me we had the same birthday so we always ended up doing all that stuff together for some reason and a chipmunk ran in the road and i slammed on the brakes and i <laughs> i hit my head on the steering wheel and uh that's how hard i slammed on the brakes and the instructor was like get out of the car <laughs> he's like you can't do that for like chipmunks and for animals you can't you can't be stopping like that and then Andrew drove the rest of the way and we were, we couldn't stop laughing. And the driver or the driving instructor was not, he was yeah, not so happy mad. with us. Yeah, he was so mad. He's like, <laughs> like a line across my forehead. Like we could, we just couldn't stop. He kept looking at me in the rear view mirror too. <laughs> was it the really big one? Yeah. The oh, guy. Yeah. You he know was, what I'm talking about. He was not nice, right? Like, I'm sure he was, but he's just dealing with stupid kids, teaching them how to drive. Sounds like a terrible job. Self-inflicted, buddy. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next on the list. When someone's IG bio says so-and-so's wife or, you know, with like the ring emoji. I don't care. I think on social media, I don't, I wouldn't do a lot of things that most people do. Yeah. Because I don't care to, and mm -hmm. I don't care to share that information. But I also think, do whatever you want. I'm just going to look past it. I don't care. Okay. Do whatever Diplomatic you want. answer. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. You're taken. Doesn't get you going. Okay. No. <laughs> um, babies in bikinis. 
Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of cute, but also it's like, why are they in a bikini? That's how I feel. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I've. And also, like, they don't stay there because babies are like squirmy and like, yes. you know what I mean? It's kind of just like, why? I agree with this. And I don't know. It, there are so many creeps in the, this world. It, I, yeah, especially when people post pictures. And then that's what, what I like even less than that is when people post pictures and then they'll put like a sticker or something over like you're sexualizing that like it would have probably been normal if you just left it alone but the fact you did that says that there's something people shouldn't see well it's posting it at all nipples are not allowed on facebook yeah but so fine don't post it on facebook what exactly thank you okay don't put emojis over them like now you're just pointing it out no i agree i find it really bizarre that people post photos of their children half naked like that yeah it's weird it weirds me out and i just think of like literally the pedophiles Mm-hmm. all i think about and like i don't know what if your kid ends up on like a weird site one day and then you find out just yeah it's all weird yeah i don't know i just that's i'm not even a parent it's something i think about like i'm also just not a big social media poster in the first place so like mm-hmm. like i hardly post so mm-hmm. for people to be posting things like that i just don't understand like save that for the scrapbook yeah or I like, guess if you have to have like a private Facebook for like your parents and siblings, like maybe, or just have like a group ooh. chat. Like, I don't know. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Weird. Mm. Yeah. That was the last on my list. So mostly cringe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mostly, mostly cringe. Yeah. <laughs> Got Agreed. it. Okay. So skincare was something that I feel like has become like a really big thing and i don't know if it's just because of social media people are able to talk about it more and now we're just getting more information about acids and serums and chemicals and stuff like that that make our skin a lot better mm-hmm. have you i know you're into skincare so have you always been into skincare or is this new and how where do you get your information and how do you learn about it Okay, so I started being into skincare when I started experiencing psoriasis uh, because I would get it on my face. Like I would sometimes get it around my eyes. And so then I started, I was interested. Like I'm like, I need to figure out how to take care of this because this just can't happen. (laughs) So that was probably when I was like 19 or 20. I started just using like, I don't know, like CeraVe, nothing crazy, but I started paying attention to what I was putting on my face, like makeup wise and things like that. Then I would say during COVID, I really got, cause I had time and all the time, cause I was always home. I really got into like, I don't want to say adult skincare, but I guess it is because it's like the acids and, you know, AJs, BJs, things like that, mm-hmm. retinol, mm-hmm. um, And it was kind of like my hobby, I would say. That was, add that to the list. So during COVID, I was like, I was spending a lot of money on skincare, just trying to figure out like what I liked. Yeah. And I tried everything like Drunk Elephant, which I'm not actually a huge fan of the Drunk Elephant products. I think it's so expensive. Yeah. And it's wasteful. Like, yeah, yeah, their packaging's cute. That's why people buy it, I think. Like, I think their moisturizer sits on your face doesn't sink in. I hate those bronzy drops. Like I don't, same thing. They don't lay on my face appropriately. I just, I don't like, it's overrated. Um, so right now my products that I'm using are, 
I use youth, youth to the people, mm-hmm. that brand. It's like a pretty natural, I think. I use like the hyaluronic moisturizer. And then um, I'm trying to think. I use a, at night, I have like a night cream and it's mm-hmm. an AHA exfoliating lotion essentially. But I can't think of what the brand is. Mm. I can look. I buy it from Sephora. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I use Cetaphil face wash. Okay. I've tried everything and that's like my favorite one, which you can buy anywhere really. Yeah. I've never used CeraVe and I've never used Cetaphil. I've never used any of that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually, it's great. It's like minimal, minimal, um, like not chemicals because it is all chemicals, but. Yeah, but ingredients. Just extras. Yeah. Like there's no yeah. extras. I don't like anything that's like scented bothers my face. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, so I think I got into skincare mm, probably like f- five or six years ago, and I started watching. Um, is his name like Hiram or whatever? He's like really oh, into skincare. Mm-hmm. I was watching like I've just watched like a lot of skincare people talking about things that are important and things that aren't. And I, what really kicked off my skincare journey was I had these like little little bumps all over my forehead but they weren't acne and i've had them my whole life and i don't know i used face cream but it was never correct and i even went through a period where i wasn't moisturizing because i was so frustrated with what moisturizer did to my skin which like looking back i'm like oh my god and so i basically found out that i need non-comodinal moisturizers which means that i need like a gel-based moisturizer and that really changed everything and like started just like kick-started me onto finding great products that i just love and that work really really well for my skin so do you use like a jelly cleanser too i use a salicylic acid cleanser because mm. my skin i do kind of get red and i get like little bumps i have kind of texture sometimes and they're not like full acne and so the salicylic acid cleanser really does well um and then I've just started using a clay mat, a clay clay cleanser, uh, in the morning because I think I was using, I was using, I have a salicylic acid um, toner as well, and so I think I was just using a little bit too much of it, and it was kind of making my skin a little bit red. So I started like irritating going, it. Yeah, yeah. So I just I lessened my salicylic cleanser to once a day, and um, I've seen a difference in my skin. So I'm I think I've hit kind of like the right note with that. Okay. It's so yeah. nice when you find your actual routine and then – because it takes a lot – it's a lot of trial and error finding what skincare it is. works. Yeah. And I'm really um, – um, I'm a huge proponent of it being affordable. Like I do not yeah. think – like there are just – so the two brands that I just – I'm so behind are Pharmacy, which is F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Oh, yeah. I use the Pharmacy Cleansing Balm actually. So I like double cleanse my face. So I'll use that first. Like the, it's green. Um, but it's like – it's so good. It, it takes off your makeup. Yeah. And then I follow that up with my like Cetaphil face wash. So I've used, I've probably tried almost every single one of their products. Mm-hmm. Like I love them. I use their um, serums. I use their vitamin C. Their vitamin C serum is amazing. It lasts forever and it's so w- great. It's waterless. It's concentrated. It's wonderful. Um, I use their like honey halo thick night cream i use that at night i've just i love their brand i've been a stan of their brand and then i've really incorporated the inky or inky brand inky 
mm-hmm. for like about like the past two years because of all of their chemical based products. And I love that they break it down on their website. Like they number it one, two, three, four. So like cleanse, treat, hydrate, whatever. And so it's really an easy way to absorb and learn about skincare. So I've like, I have a ton of their products. Like I have their retinol, I have their ceramides, I have their um, niacinamide, hyaluronic acid t- serum. Like I have all of their shit and it's all like eight ninety nine, and it's just yeah, so it's good. It's so affordable. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it, makes me annoyed that like other brands try to sell the same stuff for so much money. Like, why are you yes. doing that? Cause you can't. Yes. Yes. Because you can. Yeah. And like a lot of them don't even have the percentages that the inky brand does. And right. so it's, yeah. It's like packaging and then like, I don't know. Yes, it is packaging. Mm-hmm. Yes. And name. Have you ever used a, a red light? Like, do you ever do red light therapy? No, but I think I want to ask for that maybe for Christmas. You should. You should. Okay. It changed my skin. So I have like a big red light. It's like probably this this big. It's like the size of Do you of have like face. a mask one or just like a, a stand? No, I don't have a mask. It's like a big – it has a whole bunch of light bulbs in it. But it's okay. like the size of my face. It's this big device. And it like has a clip on it. So you can clip it to whatever. And I use it on everything. So I use it every night on my face. Like before I go to bed, I have a little routine. <laughs> I like, well, it's, I do it for 20 minutes. I, you have to wear glasses. And I'll do the red light and I'll like meditate before I go to bed every night with that. Mm. But I also use it on like my arms. And because I have, um, what's it called? KP. Oh, so I car- have keratinitis cara polaris <laughs> i don't know oh yes um, yeah like the little bumps yeah the little bumps on your arms and mm-hmm. so i started using that and it it's it's helped them like significantly so i use that wow. on my i use it on my arms i'll if i notice every time i get sick i'll find like a little patch of psoriasis somewhere um so i'll use it on that and then it's it's gone and yeah. So I also noticed that I had like some dark spots on my face that are that are gone from that. Oh. And then usually around the time of my period, I'll get like my face gets red. Yeah. Around my mouth. Not I don't even break out. I just get very red like around yep. my mouth. And it mm-hmm. does away with that too. I have one of my friends had like some cancer spots on her face that they wanted to burn off. And she started using the red light and they're gone. Wow. So it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I also use it for other things. Like if my back's hurting, I'll use the red light because it penetrates. Like you just hold it closer, but it penetrates and it like helps with um, like healing, swelling, swelling and things like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Send me the one you want and then I'll look up the mask too. Is there a difference or is it just because well, it's like so, face shaped? Yeah. So the mask is like, it just goes, It it's they're amesing. The masks are because they, but they just sit right on your face and they're, you know, they're specifically meant for that. I like mine. It's a little less convenient because you have to kind of hold it or clip it to something. Um, but I like it because I can use it on other things. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not just for my face. But yeah, people love those masks. I'll send yeah. you. I'll send you the one that I have. Okay, cool. Oh, one other um, product that I have not been able to find something better for. Um, it's called the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Universal Daily Peel, and it's a wipe. And hmm. I, I don't use it every day because it is quite strong. I use it once a week, but 
when I tell you I wake up the next day and my skin looks different, it is brighter, it is tighter, it is more beautiful. Like it just, they are just phenomenal. And I have just, they're top tier. Like there's nothing Isn't you that can- the best? You wake up yes. and you're like, I'm an angel. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, I feel like I'm doing something good for my skin. Yeah. It's just, they're fantastic. So that was like my last like grail, can't give up, always have on Oh, me. wait, something else, two other things that I do. I do a lot. <laughs> think of it a lot of shit uh wow a lot of work to be me um so i gua sha and i started doing it i started doing it in the shower so like i used to do it with all right so like as far as a face routine goes right it's like serum moisturizer oil and with the oil is usually when i would gua sha but i started doing it in the shower like i'll wash my face and then i'll wash it like a I guess that's technically a third time washing my face, but the third time I'll use with the same, you know, just the Cetaphil because then your face is slippery. I'll use the gua sha in the shower and I feel like it, it works a lot better. That'd be nice. Yeah. And then I get out and I'm done. So I do that and that's usually at night. And then in the morning, I also ice my face, like just around Mm. my eyes. I have like this little cube that you fill with water, put it in the freezer, and then I'll just do that. I've seen people do that with like aloe gel too, you know, from yeah, an aloe you plant. Can, you can put, yes, you can freeze the aloe. Mm-hmm. But in like the little cube thing that I have, you can put serums and stuff in there. I don't, I don't do that because I don't, I don't waste product too. Yeah. 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 It's not like I'm not using it for the product. I'm using it for the ice inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, have you incorporated an oil cleanser besides like the cleansing balm into your, Mm-mm. Like the I cl- just the cleansing balm is the only thing that I use that's like greasy, oily, okay, whatever. Okay, I found this really good oil cleanser that I use once a week, maybe a little bit less. It's only for like situationals, but I do. I really love like the, the consistency of it. I like the way that it makes my skin feel afterwards. Okay, yeah, because you feel like honey after. <laughs> yeah, you do. I feel yeah. I I will actually wash it with salicylic acid afterwards because I'm just like I don't. It's you know. too greasy. Yeah, yeah, especially on my eyes. I'm like I don't. Mm-hmm. Need this <laughs> yeah i understand <laughs> i hate that sometimes my face will be like randomly greasy for a couple days and i'm like i haven't done anything different like my mm-hmm. diet hasn't changed maybe it has to do with your period cycle come to think of it there's no other so. reason right yeah and then i'm like what is go- and there's no face wash to like fix that like well, i mean like, maybe a salicylic acid you should try the inky one it's honestly great yeah, we'll see. I like I my routine know. right now. Yeah, I don't want you to. I don't want you to like break out or anything. But um, yeah, I've been using it for a while. I'm very happy with it. Oh, I found this other one. Um, Boyd loves it. Boyd has very greasy skin, and it's um, it's called Folk P H O L K, and it's like their daily detox cleanser. And it's too strong for my skin, but he mm. like I he is obsessed. He will not live without it. Anytime we travel, he has to bring it. Like it has like saved his skin. I swear. <laughs> that's amazing though yeah it's really really good um and i've like really converted him into skincare he uses like a toner now i'm very proud of him okay (laughs) wait do you remember the saint ives apricot scrub (laughs) yes like why did our moms buy that for us my god i used to use that on my butt (laughs) i used to use it on everything like my arms like because i thought that would help my like arms which it it doesn't does not No, no yeah what other bad Oof. things? Oh my gosh, yeah, like or like the, um, the one with like all the plastic bits that oh, people yeah. thought weren't plastic, but they were. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was like a the grapefruit, the grapefruit scrub. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it? 
what brand was that? Oh, Neutrogena, Neutrogena. maybe. Yeah. yeah, it was Neutrogena. Yeah, and then they like, uh, I remember they were like talking about banning it. Did they? Because it was did, all, yeah, yeah, it was Obama. It was all plastic. Yeah, he was like microplastics. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> like, and then when you really think about it, like, no shit, it's right? Little what did plastic you... beads? Right. Yeah. I know. Now it's today. I wonder what they are because they still have them. I just don't know what. The yeah, like what the is. ingredients are. Right. I got one of those beads in my eye once, and it was in my eye. Like I. I was scarred from it. I haven't used a physical cleanse, like a physical exfoliator since then. I got one of those little beads in my eye and well, I didn't realize that that's what it was for like days, but it makes sense because it was right after I used it Mm -hmm. days. It was in my eye, like just absolutely harassing me. (laughs) Like, And I remember when it finally came out, I was like, holy shit. Like every, it was scratched. My eye was scratched from it. Do you not feel like that is such like an Achilles heel of being a human? Like why are getting stuff eyes... in your eye? Yes, uh. like even a hair. Like sometimes, you know, like one little bit will just be poking the side of my eye. And I was like, why does this this is debilitating? Yeah. Like, why does this affect us so much as humans? Or like sometimes an eyelash will yes. like right. be out yes. of place or something and you can feel it every time you blink. Like yes. what? I, this was like two weeks ago, maybe more than that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was wearing this hairy sweater. It was like a green sweater and I got a, a piece of it got in my eye, I pulled it out and it was like two inches long. I'm like, how was that in my eye? It was bothering me for hours and I finally got it. I'm like, that is horrifying. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. But then you look at our dogs who have fur everywhere and Bennett always has shit in his eye. You know what I mean? And it his doesn't own... bother him. Right. Like Jagger. Like, I... Why don't you notice that? Well, but it why don't my we have, day. Yeah, why don't we have that immunity though? Like I want that. Yeah. Animals. Mm-hmm. I know. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Man. I don't know, but I always think that I get like I'm glad that you just said that about the eyes because I f- I always feel like I have more shit in my eyes than like the average person. But I think that probably happens to a lot of people. <laughs> mm, the worst for sure is getting like one of those tiny little bugs in your eye. Oh yeah, like a gnat or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you're on a walk, or you're like, just, yeah, you just you're just, oh, you're you're like, oh, 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 and then you can feel it moving, and you just don't want it to move, and so you're just holding your eye because you yeah. know that they can migrate, and then like if it gets lost back there, it's gone over for an hour. It's over. <laughs> it's over for everyone. And why can stuff go back there? Like up your eye? Like why is that a thing? You know? Like mm, I don't know. So gross. <laughs> It's horrifying, actually. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it scares yeah. me. I used to be really scared of eyeballs. Like, that used to be something that really used to freak me out as a person. What else did you used to be scared of? Mm, feet. Used to really not like feet. Now I'm okay with them. Don't love them, though, but I used to, like, be horrified by feet. Uh, earwigs and the thought of things going into my ear that shouldn't be there. That still Freaks does me. not sit yeah. well in my body. Um, don't like the dark that much. Feel vulnerable. Okay. <laughs> don't love don't love the dark. <laughs> yeah, I used to not like the dark. I'm okay with the dark now. I don't like. Well, I used to really be scared of like cleaning products, chemicals. Be like, I'm gonna inhale it. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna get bleach in my lungs. It's gonna be over for me. Like uh-huh. I had a severe fear of cleaning products. Mm-hmm. I remember when we did. You know when you work in a restaurant and like. I don't know that every restaurant does this actually come to think of it. But when I worked at the diner in Tampa, we'd have a, like two days where the restaurant was closed and we just yeah, do like a deep, deep clean. clean. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, they knew 
they knew about my my fear yeah. of cleaning products there. Yeah, so they'd always have me on the patio. I'd be like spraying Windex, like looking away. Yeah. But I now I'm I'm not scared of it. Like I used to be scared to clean the bathroom and have every all the windows open, the fans going. I'd bring another fan in there to like blow the You're chemicals crazy. out. So dramatic. I know. Oh and my I, god. I don't do that anymore. I'm just telling you where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love the smell of Windex, so I never had that issue. Like I've like love the smell of Windex. It wasn't about the smell. I was scared that the particles. Just like it's a chemical. Like it's cleaning windows. What's it gonna do to my insides? Mm. If today's the day I die, then yeah. let it be. Let it be by Windex. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be mad about it. <laughs> You know, remember that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Um, I don't think I watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Where they use, well, in that movie, they use Windex for everything. Like, oh, you have a zit? Windex. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. People have told me about this. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, did you ever have a wart growing up? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. On my, on like the bottom of my feet. Here uh, and there. Yeah. yeah. I had one on my hand. I had one on my. Did you have to do duct tape? Well, I did like everything. Yeah, like you know, people say like put the aspirin and then put the duct tape. I've heard mm-hmm. Windex and then the duct tape. I burned it off myself. I went to the doctor and got burned off. Like, but I used to be so embarrassed of it. Yeah. And like, I remember I went on a date with a guy to like the movies. It wasn't this, like it was like a double date, I guess. And I was so maybe it was on my left hand. It was so I was so self conscious about it. I always would make sure someone sit on my right because I didn't want anyone to know I had a wart on my thumb because like. <laughs> felt so gross <laughs> i remember like all the hockey guys would get warts on their hands did they i mean in elementary school yes okay yeah this was like in middle school i didn't have them in high school i think i figured out what was whatever was going well, on what was going on i don't know i think maybe just like i don't know it was a lot of kids in my middle school had them it wasn't like i was unique like a lot of kids yeah. i don't know if like it's just past i guess maybe like that because it is like yeah, it's a virus Right. So I think probably just, you know, us all touching things, but okay. I don't know. Isn't, I just had a little light bulb moment. Isn't a wart. Herpes. It's the HPV virus. And then don't you get that like vaccine when you're in eighth grade? I thought warts were herpes. Let me look. Yeah. Figure that out because I remember like people having them when we were younger, like elementary school, middle school, and then in high school, not it was not a thing anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. And then so it just clicked to me like it, we do get that vaccine in like eighth grade or something. It's like a three part vaccine. Yeah, that ended up actually giving you more. No, yeah, like a lot of people got really sick from that. Or like, yeah, remember we talked about it? I think I yeah. only got one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe it's the same thing. HPV and herpes are often confused as they can be sexually transmitted and cause genital lesions. However, they are caused by two different and unrelated viruses. Like hands on, what are warts on hands? (laughs) Not on penis. (laughs) (laughs) Loving the Google search engine today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank God for Google. Okay. Warts are caused by strains of human papillomaviruses. HPV. Okay. So you were right. You're always right. I know. It's true. You're always right. So I'm like 98% right and you're more right than me. So I can't imagine someone dating you because Boyd says it's so frustrating to be dating me with me always being right. Hmm. He gets like (laughs) irked. 
you know? Sounds like a gift to me. That's what I say. I'm like, you're lucky. And he's like, yeah, but sometimes I want to be right. <laughs> and I'm like, I get that too. <laughs> be better. <laughs> this goes back to last episode. We'll hold that one back. <laughs> I do. You're I say, smart, I honey. You're so smart. I just say, you're right. I'm sure it is really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, that made me think when you said the Windex thing, that made me think of warts because I feel like that was like a yeah. at-home remedy there or whatever. There were so many at-home remedies. I remember that. <sighs> Do I kids remember... now have warts? I don't know. But I remember Ask first... Grayson. Text her? Yeah. Say, do middle school kids have warts these days? All right. Or was that like a 2000s thing? Tell us if you had warts. That'll be the poll for this week's episode. Oh, on... she's on Do Not Disturb. Oh, that I'm going to notify anyway. Yeah. I did that to a coworker earlier today. I was like, I do not give a shit. Notify anyway. Yep. It's four o'clock. She's out of school. So while we wait for that, I remember when I was in first grade, one of my friends had a wart on his hand and we were given scissors for like art class, you know, the little kid scissors. And he yeah. intentionally cut it off and it was like just spraying blood. Oh my God. They have like a root. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, when, when like when your wart dies and that like black seed falls out, like kind of crazy. But yeah, I remember he cut it. He cut it right off his hand and it didn't go away. If... It didn't. He didn't. No, no, no. It grew right back. But. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's gross. I probably did something similar to that. I'm sure like a lot of kids did. Just try to. Desperate like, times. Yeah. Because you're just like, what do I do? And yeah. like, you... leave me alone. <laughs> Did you ever cut your own hair as a kid? Of course. I still do it as an adult. <laughs> no, I mean horrendously. Like one time I yes. remember I was laying in bed and I like cut the shit out of my bangs. And I was just trying to lay there. And my mom was like, did you cut your hair? And I was like, no. And she was like, you sure? <laughs> Who did? No. Like my mom really used to care about how we looked. Yeah, like, everyone does. I was only allowed to wear sweatpants like on gym class days, things like that, you know. And mm-hmm. I cut my hair, I cut my bangs once, and she was so she cried. She was like sobbing. I'm like, it grows back, girl. You know. Mm, I remember my mom took me. But to the now sponge. I'm like, if my kid did that, I'd probably do the same thing. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Are you insane? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's definitely like. Yeah. No. It's not. I I feel for your mom. Yeah, it's wild. That's a yeah. wild move. Yeah, it is wild. And my and brother like, used to do it too. He'd like cut cut a chunk and be like, it was chunk. bothering me. Like a chunk. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. know. It it's about like, being a kid. It's like being 18 and wanting to get a tattoo. It's like I need to express myself in some way mm. or just have this urge. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom took me in the salon after I cut it and she was like, someone got into the scissors. And I remember I was just like so embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, like, you do like shame. Yeah, I was like, God damn it. It was me. <laughs> yeah. I had an imaginary friend uh growing up named Jesse who I would like blame stuff on, but I couldn't I don't think I could have blamed Jesse for that one. Jesse couldn't work the scissors. No. <laughs> did you have an imaginary friend? No. <laughs> really? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I I did not. Nope. Just saying. I did. I know. I have had some ghost experiences in my day, but really no, no imaginary friends. Quite a few, actually. Talk, talk about that. Um, okay, so there's like a lot of them that I don't remember because I don't remember 
certain times of my life, which isn't necessarily a good thing. But I remember when I was younger, like in high school and in middle school, I had a few experiences. But when I went to college and I lived in a house at UNH with a couple of my guy friends, it was like our first week there. And I, so I, I was there with my roommate, Bree, who was my freshman year roommate. And we had moved, I moved in like a few days before the guys moved in. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were like, we kept hearing things upstairs. Like it sounded like somebody was moving boxes around and there was nobody there but us. And so like the first time it happened, we kind of ignored it. And we're like, that's, that was weird, but maybe we're both hearing things. Then it happened again and we left the house and across the driveway, one of our friends from high school, his older brother lived in the house across the driveway, who I was also friends with. And I like ran over there and knocked on the door and he wasn't home. So I called him and I'm like, Taylor, where are you? He's like, I'm on a date. And I was like, you need to get home right now. I was like, I think there's someone in our house. We didn't know this was like a ghost thing at this point. We thought mm -hmm. somebody was in there. And he's like, all right. So he did. He came home. That girl did end up being his girlfriend, by the way. It worked out. So I didn't ruin anything, which he thought I did. He was really upset. <laughs> so he came home. <laughs> And he checked it out and he's like, there's nobody here. And I'm like, I'm, te we're, I'm telling you, we heard something. He's like, I believe you, but there's nobody here now. And there's no boxes upstairs. Like there's just nothing going on. Yeah. So we're like, all right. So he leaves, goes back to his date and um, it happened again. And we're like, what the fuck? So we're kind of freaking out. We're like hiding in my room. We locked the door and I had this like Frank, this picture of Frank Sinatra, like his mugshot. And I had it on a poster and we had just hung it up on the wall. And I remember we heard something by my bedroom door and we were sleeping on an air mattress, like kind of on the other side of the room because mm -hmm. my bed hadn't arrived yet. Mm. And, and by arrived, I mean, my dad hadn't brought it down yet. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we heard something on the other side of the room and we both looked at the same time. And I remember we both screamed and we saw like a man walk right past Frank Sinatra. So like the guy's face looked like Frank Sinatra's face. Cause it was like right in front of the poster of Frank Sinatra. And like, it was the craziest thing. Cause we both saw it happen mm. and he walked right through the door. And um, yeah. Then when all the guys actually got there, they, lo they loved to make fun of me. They'd at night be like outside the door and be like, Ooh, there's a ghost here. Like, <laughs> and you were like, just wait. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> shut up. Just wait till he visits you. <laughs> Damn. That's so cool. I've never seen one. I really want to. I'm very scared. <laughs> Why are you scared? Um, I don't know. I'm scared that it's going to be like a negative spirit. That's what I'm scared of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is uncomfortable. It's like a weird thing. Cause it's not, it doesn't feel natural. Yeah. I only want like happy spirits. And so I just like, I'm always scared that it's going to be like a negative spirit. And I just, I'm like, I cannot get involved with that. Like that is not something I'm right handling. Cause I think I had a negative entity in my old apartment. I talked about it in my, the ghost in my closet mm -hmm. and it just felt ominous. And so I just like, I didn't want to talk about him. I didn't want to acknowledge him. I just like, was like, you're bad. I'm not even pretending that you're, you know, no. Yeah. You sir. just like pretend it's not there. Yeah. There we Give go. It life, then. Then. Right. It's alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 But in my first apartment when I lived in Philly, I never saw a ghost, but I used to have a all carpeted living room that was like right outside of my bedroom. And I would sometimes hear footsteps mm. on the carpet. And so I just was like, okay, maybe that's an entity. And so I talked to that whoever. I just was like, hi, I'm Katie. I'm passing through. I'm going to take good care of this place. Like, you're welcome, but please don't 
scare me or hurt me. You're welcome here. If you like, keep it down. Yeah, just like don't hurt me, please. And I I don't know. I wouldn't look in the mirrors at night. Like I just I, there was something in that apartment that I just was like, I don't want to see whatever I might see. No, no, no. <laughs> no, gotcha. no, no. <laughs> Wait, Grayson just texted me back. Okay. She said, I don't think so, LOL. I sure don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe it's not a th- I don't know. Were we just okay. grubby? No, like, I don't know. I don't know. The, the epidemic has been solved. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, like what was that about? I don't know. I'll have to ask. Like, mm, I also, I, I also will say, when we were younger, like recess and things like that was a lot more physical than it is now. Like we were allowed to play yes. like Red Rover, where we'd all hold hands and go and try and like break through the hand holding thing and like we we're playing four square i don't know it, it was a lot of physical contact where now most of that's not allowed yeah so maybe that is part of it too yeah probably yeah i don't know and just like probably people being more aware of germs yeah like i bet like a lot of kids now like carry hand sanitizer with them in right? school that's and so they probably funny. use yeah. yeah you know like i bet people I are know. probably just like way more cleanly than we were Right. Like, I remember coming home from school just dirty. Like, yeah. in, in, like, first, second, third. And uh, I didn't like I all the way my through. hands when I came home, you know? Yeah, like, only before I would eat a snack or something, because my mom would be horrified. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I would do that, because my mom's, like, not, like, a big germ person. Like, she doesn't care about them. Like, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, tell us if you have warts. Yeah. <laughs> Report back. <laughs> This has been an episode. <laughs> We've been everywhere. <laughs> All right. See wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. What do you have going on this weekend? Uh, I'm not ready to chow. Like, I, oh. I just want to know what you have going on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I garden this morning, which was really nice. I have to mow my lawn tomorrow. I have a dog sitter coming over for our meet and greet because Bennett needs to be with people while we go away. Um, I don't know. That's kind of it. You just I've been, chill? Like, Christ- yeah, I've been like online Christmas shopping because like that's crazy. Christmas is so soon. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like I'm hunkering down. Like I'm all right. I'm tired. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Well, what about you? <laughs> me, on the other hand, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Miss <laughs> travel. Know. I'm I'm going tomorrow morning. I'm doing like a Reiki session. Like oh, a cool. little sound bath thing. I probably will cold plunge tomorrow too in DC. And um, I don't really know what else. I know my sister wanted to like make some Christmas wreaths. Cute. And there's like a, a like Christmas a market. There's a Christmas oh. market in DC that she wants to go do that too. So maybe Sunday. I don't really know. That's cool. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool. And then you fly home Monday. I fly home actually Tuesday morning. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I love you. And okay, I hope well, you have a great wreath. I'm so glad I asked about that. <laughs> All right. I'll I'm see the you. worst. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more.